This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's talk a little NFL, and let's go through what we saw week three. I've now watched every single game, and let's talk about our biggest takeaways. Who would like to start here on this fine program? How about uh, anyone? Yeah, I mean, should we just kind of like real quick go through each game that happened, and then kind of if we have a thought, and then we could say how we like them to look this week. All right, so Houston and the Bears, I mean, not the best game. There was a lot of offense in the first half. Bears pulled it out. They're two and one. Now they go on the road this week to play the Giants, who are two and one. Yeah. You have maybe the two most fraudulent two and one football teams I've ever seen in my life. But I think the big story is Justin Fields just hasn't developed into the passer that they needed him to. And again, the big question is why hire Matt Eberflus in the offseason? Like, wouldn't you want to bring in an OC? A quarterback a whisperer? A quarterback whisperer to help develop Justin Fields. So that's been my big takeaway with Chicago. And Houston, man, they continue to fight. They're playing they hard for Lovey Smith. They're 3-0 and ATS right now. They pushed on Sat on Sunday. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Fields just... I, I, coming out of college... The tools were all there, but I wasn't like super high on him. I, I still think he can be a good player, but he just he needs to be in the right system. Let me ask you yeah. this: Do you think if he was somewhere other than Chicago, y- yeah, that he would? If you think if if he was with Mike McDaniel in Miami, do you think Justin Fields is significantly worse than Tua? No, better than Tua, equal to Tua, probably a little worse. I'd say maybe close to Tua in the right system. Yeah. I mean, they won't, we don't know. They don't take the handcuffs. He hasn't attempted over 11 passes all season long. They don't want him throwing the football. I will say this, though uh, Khalil Herbert needs to be the number one running back going forward. I like David Montgomery. It's going to be interesting to see when when he comes back, when he's healthy. Montgomery, if they use him maybe as trade bait, team's looking for a running back for like a second or third, well, third or fourth round pick. Herbert was awesome in that game. I went over 22 and a half rushing yards. He had 157 on the ground. Texans aren't very good. They're going to be competitive all season long, but they're not very good. There's a reason why Lovey Smith got they that job. They play Chargers uh, this weekend, correct? Uh, four and a half point dogs. They have moved from, what, seven point dogs all the way down. It's just dropping like a... At like a rock at some point, if you're interested in Chargers, you've got to say maybe. Yeah, and that's we got to go there actually with the Chargers because they lose to the Jags, which I'm not going to overblow because Justin Herbert should not have been out there throwing a football. He was 25 of 45, 297 yards. So the numbers weren't terrible for a guy that, uh, you know, literally should not have been out there and had to, uh, you could ask Tyrod Taylor about that, was literally getting injection, injections just to practice and play in this game. But I'm not really worried about Herbert. He should be fine in a week or two with that injury. But I'm really, really worried about the defensive Everyone side of else? the ball. J.C. Yeah. Jackson hasn't been healthy to start the year. They lose Joey Bosa, which that's a devastating injury because the reason I like What's that What's the timetable so on that? Bosa's injury? Yeah. Man, I don't even know if they've given one yet. He's going to be out at least a month, though. 
And then that's the reason you like that team so much is the pass rush with Khalil Mack on the other side. Now he's out. Jackson's out. Significant groin injury, yeah. they said. They're beat up on the offensive line. Corey Lindsley's dealing with an injury. They're without Rashawn Slater, Slater now. Slater as well. Yeah, so the Chargers might be that team that they have all the talent in the world. We hyped them up all summer long, and that's why uh, betting the uh, NFL know, is man. hard because of injuries. I kind of still, and maybe I don't like four and a half, but maybe it's like a first half thing with the Texans. Like, I feel like the Texans have just been very competitive. And I know the Chargers, much more talented team, but a lot of their talent is just gone. These two teams played last year, too. Chargers were a big favorite. They were like 13-point favorites. Texans beat them outright by two touchdowns. So, tricky spot for the Chargers, much like the Bengals losing to the Jets last year. I think the Chargers, and especially with the way they played last week, I do like them to bounce back. The four and a half is a stay away for me. Yeah. If this dips to like four or three and a half, then I might think about playing the Chargers. But four and a half, it's a stay away. Is right there now. a number that you're comfortable with taking the Texans? Was that a, Would that be a six? It was at the opener. When yeah. it was six and a half, yeah. that was a good place to buy in on the Texans. But right now, the line movement, I think I think it's it's right on the money. Four and a half feels exactly right. There's really no advantage either way. I think that's that's the perfect line. Yeah, that's the only game I'm staying away from. I want nothing yeah. to do with that one. <laughs> I can yeah. see it going either way. I can, see yes. the, I can see the Texans pulling off an upset victory 100%. if Herbert looks like he did last week. But yep. he should be a little bit healthier. They should still win that game. I was I, I took away just that the Jags, it shows how great Doug Peterson is, especially with a young quarterback and a young offense, because they're fun. I mean, not only they're ETN, super fun. James Robinson has looked really good. We didn't even think he was going to be available till like week five, week six, uh-huh. coming off an Achilles injury. Trevor Lawrence, only one interception so far this season, which I love to see to just like four him touchdown and who, passes. Mahomes or something, the only two. Yeah, one, the only one two. Interception Mahomes just threw his first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk, everybody ripped that deal. He's looked really good. Zay Jones has Zay looked pretty Jones. good. But my biggest takeaway has been the defensive side of the ball for them. They have a bunch of young dudes just flying to the ball. Walker, a lot of people were like, why is this kid going number one? He looks Kids awesome. A freak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they might be for real in the Colts. We may have overhyped them a little bit. I know you weren't really high on them. The Titans, they're. I mean, that was a big win for the Titans, but I don't see them win that division. I feel like plus 220, and I know you could have had a way just, better number. Yeah, I was just about with to the say Jags that. the is a decent little price. What man. was the number that it was at open? Do you plus remember? 700. Plus 700. Yep. So plus 220 right now. But yeah, Doug Peterson should have never been fired, probably, let's be honest. Although Nick yeah. Sirianni is doing a hell of a job, so it's hard to question it. But man, he looks really good uh, leading that team. Your guys' thoughts on Tampa Bay, Green Bay. I walked away like, okay, Tampa's probably going to be fine because they're without their three best wide receivers. Godwin's going to come back. Mike Evans will be back this week. You can't rely on Scotty Miller and you know no. some of these dudes out there that yeah. Tom Brady's throwing the ball. Russell Gage had 12 grabs in this game. That's the thing. I mean, there there's really no big takeaways because that was Tampa's like C-minus team that we saw out there with all the receiver injuries yeah. that they had. Defense still looks great. I mean, these first three games, they gave up three against Dallas. They gave up 10 against the Saints, and then they just gave up uh, only 14 to Green Bay. So the defense has been great. We know Rodgers always struggles in Florida, so no surprise again there that they really weren't able to do much. No big takeaways. Uh, Tampa opened as a three-point favorite. They closed as one. Packers won by two, came down to a two-point conversion. But again, because of the Bucks injuries, I really don't think there's much of a takeaway because we didn't see him at full strength. Feels like also those two teams were pretty evenly matched because of the injuries of Tampa Bay, where you're saying, okay, now Green Bay sort of has the same type of weapons that Tampa Bay does. Like it's not an all-star game anymore. What what are these two teams able to do? 
And, you know, Brady still looks really good, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. um, and the defense is going to be able to carry them through until they get all their weapons back. But, yeah, I mean, I think that both of these teams are are not nearly as at the top of the food chain as they were 12 months ago. No, I agree. Br- Brady, he's unbelievable, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He can struggle the entire game. And then with two minutes left, when you need to have a drive, he just leads his team down the field. It, it, it really, it's I It's like just, something turns on. It is. I just hope people can continue to appreciate the greatness at 45 years old. I wonder if Giselle does. Because he's done it for 23 years. I hope we fans fans appreciate Tom Brady because what we know is is him coming back maybe cost him things with Giselle. Sure did. I hope he loses both rings, though, because uh, I do think that we're going to get Green Bay, Tampa Bay in the postseason, in the playoffs. That's why I was laughing when they were like, final meeting possibly between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Both teams are going to be around because of their defense. Green Bay's defense carried them in that game. They also should have scored another touchdown, yeah. but Aaron Jones fumbled on the two-yard line, which cost me an anytime touchdown bet. Uh, what do you guys think about the Raiders? Because I wasn't high on the Raiders coming into the season. I said that's the worst roster in the division. I love Devontae, but you traded away draft capital for a 30-year-old wide receiver, and you didn't do anything really to fix the defensive side of the ball. I don't like the Titans either. I learned nothing in that game except for I won't be shocked. I would say if both teams finish last in the division, but I do think that the Titans will finish third because the Texans are not going to win a game. Not going to win more than two. I think it's just like, well, one, number one, let me atone. Let me atone. I had Raiders plus 650, but that was like a, that was a mathematics play. Uh, And you would hope that somehow the the Vontae and and Derek Carr connection would help in some way. And it just really hasn't. But also multiple guys on the Raiders are injured as well. All over. Defensive line. Offensive line. Their O-line sucks. Yeah. Josh Jacobs has been banged up since like 2021. Josh McDaniels also kind of sucks. And I think Josh McDaniels sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that he is not long for head coaching. Uh, this is his second stint now, yeah. and he hasn't been great either time. And I think Derrick Henry can still run the ball pretty effectively. He can. I think that's the big takeaway. Tristan nailed it. Is just Josh McDaniels is not that great of a coach. Vegas easily should be 1-2 and two right now. I mean, they yeah. should have beaten Arizona. They could even be 2-1. and one. They could be. I mean, they were in that game with the Chargers. They were yeah. uh, you know, two-point two conversion away with Tennessee. But they're doing just enough to hang in these games, and they're putting up numbers offensively, but they just can't quite find a way to win yet, which is surprising because they made the playoffs last year, so right. you should think they would know how to win. And that's the thing, man. Like, those young teams, like the Detroit Lions, for example, right? right? Like it's going to be the same. They're, yeah, they're just learning how to win, and we expect that because it's a newer coach, year two for Dan Campbell and a young team. Whereas with the Raiders, like, okay, we forgave them the last couple of years, but then last year they get into the postseason when we all wanted it to be the Chargers. We all wanted to watch Justin Herbert. Yeah. Carr hasn't looked good, and I feel like it's he's like trying to force it to Devontae or week two. Devontae wasn't even in the game plan, only had three targets in that game. I just I think it comes down to coaching. So what don't you guys, love that. What are you guys gonna do in this Bronco Broncos Raiders game? Broncos are a two and a half point dog at Las Vegas, total forty five and a half. Feels like an under a little bit to me, forty five and a half. Maybe that line's a little low. Just feels like both of these offenses are slightly anemic. Hmm. Um what are you guys going to do, if anything? Uh, nothing in that one for me. I don't because have I'm anything still either. To fi- I mean, the Broncos just scored 11 points and won a football game on Sunday night, man. And Russell Wilson looked bad again. Like, really, yeah. really bad. Like, he's like we. I, I kind of am on Pete Carroll's side now. And mm-hmm. I see what Pete was seeing the last couple of years. He doesn't get rid of the ball. Hangs on to the ball way too long. Doesn't take what's given to him. If you watch Russell Wilson, he has guys open. Yeah. He still wants to take the deep shot. 